Hello, welcome. Thank you for tuning in to Todo en Vida podcast. My name is Ashley. Some of you guys may know of me through TikTok um, at underscore Ashley Scarlett. Some of you guys may not. If you're new here, thank you so much for tuning in. But I just wanted to go ahead and talk to you guys a little bit. I am a Brazilian wax specialist and I'm a licensed esthetician here in Ontario. I'm based out of SoCal, but I just wanted to be able to have a different platform to be able to speak to all of you. I do mainly wax women. However, I just feel like I have a lot of things to be able to say, a lot of knowledge to be able to share. And don't get me wrong, even though I am talking on this podcast, I'm always willing to be a student in life. So now that I've already said that, kind of introduce myself, let me get started with the name. So the name is called Todo en Vida Podcast because a few years ago, I experienced the death of my grandma. Two months later, I experienced the death of my uncle. And something that he would always say is Todo en Vida. For those that don't speak Spanish, Todo en Vida translate things kind of translate a little bit different from spanish to english it just means everything in this life so everything while i'm still alive everything while i'm still here and a lot of us tend to live senselessly aimlessly and we kind of think that our time clock is never going to run out so with that being said i think 2024 is the year to be able to have more direction have more purpose in this life because like i said we all got a ticking time clock that eventually is going to run out so while we're here why not maximize life you know I know it sounds cliche, but life is truly, truly a blessing to be able to be here and to be able to experience things. Now, I know that with life comes a lot of hardship, but the best part about life is that you have control of it. You have control of what direction you want your life to take. And your life can be a lot different from now to a year from now, but it's really up to you what you want to do. If you're tired of the life that you're currently living, then hey, it starts with baby steps. We all got to make some changes and you know, short, short-term sacrifice allows us to have long-term success, longevity and stuff like that. And just being able to take care of the life that is given to us, because as cliche as it may sound, it really is precious. Now, with the hardships that come in life, I think that it's best to not live life causing any harm to people. Really just worry about yourself. It costs you nothing to be able to worry about yourself. The reason why I tell you guys this is because sometimes when, when you're doing things and you don't really remember that there's a consequences to your actions. You don't know the difference between it being a lesson and it being karma coming back to you. But if you don't do nothing to nobody, if you're not out here messing with nobody, then whatever is meant to teach you a lesson is going to be something that you're able to grow from. But it definitely is up to you if you want to grow from it or if you just want to kind of beat yourself down about it. So todo en vida. Is just a saying that my uncle lived by, todo en vida, everything while I'm still alive. So let me just, you know, kind of start off. Even though I'm a licensed esthetician and I am a Brazilian wax specialist, I started my business April 10th of 2021. I didn't really know even how to start with my aesthetics career. I didn't know how to start to become an esthetician or anything like that. So I, I decided to take a certification course. And then from there, you know, certification courses can only really teach you so much. But I eventually ended up going to esthetician school to get my license and things like that. But this is coming from someone that has immigrant parents, at least my dad. He came from Guatemala and he's always been his own boss. However, that really, really taught me entrepreneurship. And I, I did I did try to have jobs here and there. But really, what is minimum wage going to get you? I didn't even graduate high school. So and I know that might be a shock for a lot of you guys. Yes, guys, I did not graduate high school. But when I tried working little jobs here and there, I realized it wasn't really enough. 
I wanted to live a, a more quality of life. I didn't want to constantly worry about just paying bills and getting stuck in the routine of let me pay my bills, have a few days off. The first day off, you kind of feel like you're chilling. Second day off, it's really just to prepare to go back to work. So when I was working these jobs and I saw that it wasn't enough for the life that I kind of wanted to live, I decided, you know what? Let me just go ahead and do what my dad did. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start my own business. So a lot of my entrepreneurship comes from him, but I had to go through those obstacles of having these jobs that just were not enough in order for me to want more. Now, when my uncle passed away in 2021, I remember, you know, when he passed away, I had never experienced death prior to that. So when you experience death, um, literally two months back to back, my grandma passed away. And then two months later, my uncle passed away. I just remember having a conversation with God in the car. And my grandma was the type that she always wanted me to go to church on Sundays. And I just, I kind of found it to be, you know, boring, stuff like that. I felt like it was more of an obligation. I didn't realize that going to church and things like that allowed me to better navigate through life. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying I'm a saint or anything like that. But she was really trying to teach me how to better navigate my life through church. So when she ended up passing away, I was only left with all the lessons and, and teachings that she had left me with. That's all I had left of her. So I had to really grasp onto that. Then two months later, my uncle passes away. And when he passed away, like I said, I had never experienced death prior to that. So when he passed away, I remember we left the hospital. Everybody left in their car with somebody. And I was the only one left by myself. We were going to go get some dinner after that. And I remember having that conversation with God. And when I had that conversation with him, I was so vulnerable because I just, I just had enough of everything. I had enough of being too scared to start, start certain things. I was too scared to, you know, what were people going to say, things like that. So I would start things, never finish them or wouldn't even start them out of fear. And so what ended up happening was when I left the hospital, I had a conversation with God and I told him, this is not an option anymore. I'm not asking you to allow me to let go of you. I'm telling you, grab me by the hand because I'm either going to sink or swim after this. So what ended up happening was from there, I actually got a call from a job that I had applied to in January of 2019. They called me back in March of 2020 and they asked me, would you still like a job? This is in the middle of the pandemic. My dad's a tow truck driver. So he really, there wasn't even cars on the road. So we really had no income. And the last, I know that I couldn't provide for my family, but the last thing that I wanted to do was to have my dad worry about taking care of me as well. So I got a job in the middle of the pandemic. Everybody was, you know, flexing their EDD money, stuff like that. No shade. If you got some EDD money, that's what's up. I hope you did something with it. But I didn't get any of that. So what ended up happening was I was working a job for about a year and I just got stuck in the routine of working my days, getting two days off, going, you know back, back to work. And when I realized that it wasn't going to be enough, I wanted to start a business. So, you know, I was talking to my homegirls at the nail salon and I said, well, what, what, what do I do? And I had to kind of narrow it down. And I knew I wanted to be a service provider because like I said, I didn't even finish high school. School was always something super intimidating to me. So I said, well, what can I do? I said, I got to learn a service. I got to learn a trade. And I, I love making people feel better. I love communicating with people, stuff like that. So what ended up happening was I took a certification course, you know, after the certification course, I remember my homegirls telling me, do not stay certified. Now, certification courses are mainly for product knowledge and stuff like that. But I remember my homegirls always encouraging me to go ahead and make sure that I went to school to get my license. But I always reassured them, I'm only here 
um, with my cert- certification as of right now, so that that way I can make the living for my family. So what I did with that certification was I started to work. I started to take some clients. I was home-based, of course. And once I became home-based, I was you know, juggling my, my job at a dealership. And then I was also trying to handle my small business. But every time I clocked into my job, I just was constantly fixated on my business because I really, really wanted it to take off. You know, my dad, he's a really, really hard worker and it just, it just wasn't enough for us. You know, he always made it enough, but I wanted to, I guess you could say, kind of hear heal the inner child in him by being able to allow him to take his foot off of the gas a little bit and kind of step in and do that. So what ended up happening is that, um, I was balancing the two. And I remember I ended up actually getting put on leave from work for a little bit because I was trying to figure everything out. You know, again, not everything is is peaches and cream. What happened was my brand new car had just got hit. I was trying to do my certification courses. At that point, actually, I was already certified, but I had taken this this leave from work. And I remember this is a lot of this is probably where a lot of you guys encountered me off of TikTok. I had already had some videos kind of blow up with my dad, but what ended up happening was that I was about to go to sleep in my scrubs. I had just taken a client. Now, mention to you, when you first start up a business, if you're in the business of entrepreneurship and your goal is to get instant gratification, it's not going to work like that. You have to keep at it, keep at it, and eventually you will see results. So what would happen was if I had like $100 left for my check, I would just, I would just really pray about it. I would buy some wax, buy whatever my studio needed, and sure enough, I would get a client that maybe would book brows and a Brazilian and that ended up being only 80 bucks. But I was like, hey, at least I didn't get left without. At least I made some money back. So I was juggling the two. And there was a night where actually I fell asleep in my scrubs. I was about to fall asleep. And a little voice in my head kind of told me, like, go make a TikTok. You've had TikTok videos blow up of you and your dad. So go make a TikTok about you waxing. And I was like, what do I say in this video? You know? And I just was like, just be yourself. I did one take and then I kind of stopped it halfway. I was like, nah, nah, that, that's me trying too hard. And I was like, let me do the second one. Let me just be as genuine as possible and just tell them, tell them what's up. So that's where probably a lot of y'all saw my video where I'm waxing my arm. And I remember that when I made that video, I prayed on it and I told God, I said, if you make this video blow up for me, if you give it the exposure that it needs so I could provide for my family, I told them, I'll promise you three things. I promise you I will forever stay humble. Two, I will always make sure I take care of my dad. And three, I will make sure that I bless other people through the blessing that you give me. And sure enough, the next day I woke up, my books were booked out a month and a half. I woke up again on my living room floor to a client waking me up telling me, hey, I booked an underarm for 9 a.m. Are you going to be awake? Next thing you know, I I look at my books. I'm booked out a month and a half. I literally told my dad, like, dad, I feel like I made it overnight. Like, we're going to be okay now, you know? So I started working and I didn't even know what I was getting myself into. I just knew that I wanted it bad enough. And when you you ask God for something, he knows your intention behind it. He knows if you're going to keep to your promise. So that's exactly what I did. I started working overnight and I found out that we were behind four months on rent. So what ended up happening was I was able to accumulate enough money to clear out two of those months. And I told my dad, like, we're going to be all right. I didn't even know my dad was struggling. And in his defense, you know, he's a single dad trying to raise two kids. He's an immigrant. He is, you know, trying to really provide for us. 
when you're an entrepreneur or when you're self-employed, the money that you have is really just the money that you have worked to make. You know, there's there's really a lot of times no savings, no 401k, no none of that. So when I realized that I was able to now help my dad, I just was so thankful and so blessed. But along with that, along with my business, along with what I do, I got to experience a lot of amazing people. Some were lessons, some I was really able to to take from in the aspect of knowledge, experience and stuff like that. And being a Brazilian wax specialist and just being in the industry that I've been in has allowed me to learn so much and apply it in my personal life and how to better navigate my life. Like I said earlier in the podcast, I feel like a lot of us tend to live life aimlessly, senselessly, or with no purpose and direction. And I'm not saying that being an esthetician, it's your direction or your purpose, but you got to find something. And the truth of the matter is that once you put yourself in a better position in life, because not everybody gets some money, money really tends to change people. Money can really change people's perspective of you. All of a sudden, people just are attracted to the hand that you can give them, you know? So when I started to have this purpose and I was able to learn from so many women, it allowed me to better navigate my life. It allowed me to learn all these lessons. And a lot of the times, you know, this isn't me, this isn't me hating on men or nothing like that. But what I tend to realize uh, through these experiences and through the conversations in my studio was that women were out here trying to be hard worker, hard workers, moms, hustlers, business owners, all these different types of roles that they were trying to play. And it allowed me to better navigate in my life. You know, this isn't to, you know, down talk anybody. But once I started to see that I was in a situation where the person next to me wasn't kind of, you know, pulling the same way, I realized that all the things that I wanted in life were not coming to me because sometimes we block our own blessings when the wrong people are in our in are in our corner and God will put you in a corner to where you feel like you have nobody because at that point your only option is to look up to him, you know, ask him for guidance and stuff like that. Now, once I realized that this relationship was no longer serving me purpose, I decided to cut it off and and I stood on business when it came to that because I really wanted more for myself. I wanted more for my career. I couldn't push for two. So what ended up happening was, you know, when I would ask women why they stayed in these relationships or circumstances, relationship, meaning that it could have been with a family member, a sister, uh, a parent, a partner, whatever it was. I asked them, why would you stick around? And a lot of times they told me because I was young, because I didn't know better, because I hadn't put myself in a situation where I could be financially stable by myself. So I was kind of forced to stick around because I didn't know my worth. I was too young, things like that. So when I heard all these patterns and repetition in people's life, I figured I've heard enough that I could better apply uh, my myself. I could better apply myself and what I really want out of life. So I'm really thankful for those experiences because when we're in my wax room, it it's it's a vulnerable space. It's a vulnerable environment. And we kind of strip ourselves from ego, pride, stuff like that. When people come into my studio, I'm not here to hate on nobody. I'm not here to judge nobody. I'm just here to simply make it a comfortable experience from you. And if I could learn from you, or maybe you learn from me, then dope, you know? So that really helped me better navigate my life. And I was really trying to do everything. I was a student. I was a partner. I was a business owner. And I realized that, you know, my TikToks weren't blowing up. My business wasn't really going anywhere. I didn't really have any direction. I was just focused on making money to supply 
you know, that that situation that I was in. And I said, no, there, there's more. I've accomplished way too much to just allow myself to get kind of stuck here. So what do I want to do? And I remembered of all the goals that I had for myself. I want to open up a shop. I want to do this. I want to do that. You know, and for a really long time, I I was only certified. I was going to school trying to balance the two. And I said, okay, you know what? My direction now is to open up a shop. I want to get licensed. I want to do all these things. So I put my mind to it. And that really taught me how you got to be mindful of who you have around you, whether that's friends, like I said, family, or even a partner. So yeah, being a Brazilian wax specialist has allowed me to learn so much. I think the saying todo en vida and what my uncle really left me with was a huge blessing, a huge better understanding of life, you know? And this is something that I want for everybody. I want everybody to live life with more purpose, you know, whatever that may be. Strip yourself of the things that are no longer serving you and remember what you want out of life. Unfortunately, I'm not saying money is everything, but it does allow for you to be stable enough to learn more about yourself so that you don't get stuck in the pattern of just, I got to pay my insurance bill. I got to pay this. I got to pay that. Once you accomplish that financial security, you're able to see what else you want out of life. What are some of the things that you need to work on? Because if all we focus on is money, then you're just going to keep getting stuck in that cycle, you know? So that is possible. You know, I know a lot of times we think that being able to be stable is out of reach. I'm not asking for luxury. I'm not asking for millions of dollars in my account. If I get there, cool, you know, but I just wanted enough stability to be able to provide for my family, pour back into them. And even when I got a little bit of money, I started to see that some of the people that came around me were just because of the, like I said, the hand that I could give them. So it made me more conscious of the people that, that were around me. Now, moving forward from that, um, and just everything that I've learned, I hope that you guys take this into account for yourself and really apply that coming into 2024. I know in 2023, a lot of us took what we would consider losses, but like I always say, you got to turn all your emotions into hustle because you're not going to get anything from crying or constantly seeing that the cup is half empty. If you focus on the cup being half empty all the time, you're going to be there all day. But if you can find the good in any situation and see the cup half full, you're going to get a lot further. It's going to make your mindset develop into a more positive mindset and just see the good in everything. You know, back in February of 2023, I lost my oldest brother, Eric, and that was just another loss that I took. But I had to, instead of sitting there and grieving my loved one and not really letting them rest in peace, I said, you know what? I'm going to hustle. I'm going to hustle for the both of us. He used to always talk about having a podcast and he would say that he was, he was going to call his audience Las Chismosas. <laughs> Little does he know, you know, um, I'm doing that, you know, for him now too, you know, of course my purpose, not so much is driven by just the loved ones that I've lost, but I'm you know, todo en vida. I want to do everything while I'm still here. My grandma passed away in her, her mid seventies. My uncle passed away early fifties and my brother passed away in early thirties. Um, sorry, late thirties. So I got to see different ages of life where it, it kind of got taken from them. You know, it was their time to go. And that's when, you know, I decided to get my tattoos. That's when I decided to do everything because I didn't want to leave anything for when I passed away. You know, some people might say, well, what are your tattoos going to look like when you're old? If I get to be old, that in itself is a blessing. And if I end up having tattoos, well, my tattoos got stories behind them, you know? 
one of the promises that I made was forever humble. And I literally have it tattooed on my hand because that's something that I will never forget. Humble does not mean stupid. That's something that I really want to make clear. Being forever humble is something that I, I take with me because I always want to remember my struggle. Now, working through my struggle, I also had to learn to give myself credit for how much I've done as well. It was a combination of the two, prayer and also hard work. You can't just sit there, pray, 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 and hope that God is going to deliver it to you. Because if you're not ready to accept that blessing, if you don't have the proper people in your corner, God is not going to deliver your blessing. So forever humble is just something that I live by. Um, and I wanted to maximize life, maximize life in honor of my loved ones that have passed away. And this platform in itself, me now having a podcast to be able to speak to all of you, I just hope that you guys as well find your purpose. And like I said, strip yourself of things that are no longer serving you purpose. So other than that, that's just kind of where the name came from. That's how I blew up on TikTok. And that's how I'm now here. I got to open up my shop a few months ago. A lot of people don't know. When I opened up my shop, uh, I was I was struggling months prior because I had the wrong people in my corner. And so as soon as I stripped myself of that, everything just came in. All my blessings started to come back. And I had more purpose now. I had more drive because I was doing it for myself, not for the person that I was with, not for anybody else other than myself. And part of that drive and part of the reason why I do the things that I do, yes, of course, are the are because of the lessons that my past loved ones have left me. But in honor of them. And of course, for myself to live a more purposeful life, that's why I've done all the things that I've done. I've turned all my emotions into hustle because it just wasn't going to do me any good. I was the type of person, like I said, that I would start things, never finish, or I was too scared of failure. But now I'm here. And I used to say, you know, things like, if I could do it, you could do it too. And yes, you can do it, but it depends if you want it bad enough, you know? A lot of people that even come into my studio, they see me and they kind of give me this praise of, oh my gosh, Ash, you've done this, you've done that. And so then I'm like, okay, yes, those are things that I've done for my own reasons. But what about you? What do you want to do? You know, and I kind of get their, their mind rolling a little bit. And of course, sometimes people are quick to say, well, I'm unhappy with this and I'm unhappy with that. So I'll ask them, you know, you're unhappy with it, right? They'll say, yeah. I said, are you tired of it? They'll say, yeah, I'm so tired of it. I'm like, all right, then then do these changes, make these changes that are needed. And when you're truly tired of something, there's no excuse. There's nothing that could block you and your motivation. You want to do it. So if you're that tired of whatever cycle you're currently stuck in, you got to really ask yourself, are you that tired? Are you tired enough to make a change? Are you tired enough to want better? Because if not, then respectfully stay where you're at. Because the next person's gonna outwork you because the next person probably wants better. And unless you want better for yourself, no one else is gonna chase it for you. I know these things sound cliche and things like that, but it's the truth. At the end of the day, I can, you know, plant the seed of motivation the way that my loved ones planted the seed in me, you know, from when I was younger. And these were the lessons that I got left with once they passed on. But it's really up to you. How bad do you want it? You gotta continuously ask yourself, how tired are you of it? Your life can take a different course, a different direction at any moment, but it's up to you and the actions that you decide to make. You know, if you prepare yourself now, the way that I prepared myself, you know, two and a half years ago, my life has completely changed in two years and your life can too, but you also got to put in the work. You know, you can't just pray, pray, pray and expect it to fall on your lap.
prayer and hard work is an unstoppable combination that will get you somewhere. So my intent with this podcast is really just to motivate you guys. I hope that you guys find the purpose. I will be talking about, you know, the beauty industry, the things that I've learned, because I learned a lot of things while being in the beauty industry to be more mindful of the people that I have around me. And I hope, you know, I hope you guys do the same. So one of the biggest things, too, that I learned is when you are a good woman, when you want to, you know, have a family, when you want to be able to provide for your family as well, and you want to wear all these different roles, you know, as as a woman of a household, I realized that it's it could be either a great thing who you have next to you or it could be detrimental to your success who you have next to you. Now, I'm all about being a successful, independent woman, but come on now. It's it's not just a job of one in order for you to have a family and things like that. And I think that we as women, too, we need to know our value. I'm sure there's some men out there that experience, you know, some of the things that women do as well, not having a supportive partner or a motivated partner next to us Um, or even, you know, scratch the partners, even the people that are around you. And that's why you have to be mindful of it. But when I got to learn about women that were wearing all these different roles in their life, I I realized that sometimes trying to overwork yourself and overplay all these different roles is not something that's good for you either, because sometimes you need help. And I think it's just important that we keep mindful who's around us. I think that being an independent woman is a great thing. But if you're going to be so stuck on, oh, I'm an independent woman and I can do everything by myself. And eventually I'm telling you, you're going to get tired. I know that Lord forbid it it be men that tell us this, you know, but who does not want to be taken care of? I'm not telling you to ask for what you cannot give. I think it's awesome to have your sense of independence and be able to make your own money and things like that. But it's important too to to have people around you that are going to pour into you that can add to your plate instead of instead of taking from it. You know, I say all that because I myself, those are some of the things that I eventually want to accomplish, you know, having a family myself. And I can't do I can't do that alone. The reason why I say all this is because when I'm waxing women or when we're in my studio, eventually I, you know, it's it's an amazing thing to be an independent woman, but Really, though, being an independent woman and trying to do everything by yourself is is going to just cause you to be overworked, tired, and it's not a job of just one, you know? So I really, really hope that women out there are more mindful of the partner that they have. The reason why I say that is because a year ago, I wasn't receiving all the blessings that I was receiving like I am now, you know? I'm not trying to bash anybody or anything like that, but I realized that being an independent woman, you you can't do everything by yourself. It gets tiring. It feels amazing to have a supportive partner, someone that's next to you, pushing you, wanting the same things out of life and willing to take care of you. You know, like I said, Lord forbid it be a man that tells us this, that you can't do everything, but eventually it does get tiring. I think it's best to just have good people that are in your corner. I hope that you guys do that for yourself as well. And, um, really just, what I'm trying to say by this is just don't don't overwork yourself. Don't try to fit all the roles because when you're doing that, you get lost in a routine of go to work, take care of the kids, take care of the house. And then what are you really doing for yourself? When you have people around you that are willing to pour into you, it allows you to pour into yourself. I used to say all gas, no brakes. And I don't, I didn't realize that 
Sometimes taking that break allows you to put fuel into your tank. It's essential that we give ourselves rest, that we don't try to overwork ourselves, or as women, try to play all the different roles. I understand that, you know, generations ago, probably down to like our great grandmas, it wasn't really a a blessing to be able to be a stay-at-home mother and things like that. Shout out to all the stay-at-home moms because that's a job that you do not clock out from. But generations ago, it wasn't a blessing the way it is now to be able to be a stay-at-home mother with your kids. It was more of an obligation. And same way it was the obligation for the man to be the provider. If the shoe does not fit here, please don't wear it. What I'm trying to say is that Back then, it wasn't a blessing, right, to be able to stay at home with your kids. So then we had the role of a provider in the household. Where that got lost along the generations was that women felt some sort of entitlement that maybe their partner had from being the provider. So what did we do? We went out there and we said, you know, I'm going to make my own money. I'm going to take care of the kids. I'm going to take care of the house. And now what are you going to be able to do for me? And all that ended up doing was taking that responsibility off of their partner. So then when we took that responsibility off of our partner, we kind of put ourselves into cruise control, making sure that we took care of everything. And then at the end of the day, we got left empty because we were trying to play all these different roles. It gets tiring. I've heard moms all the time stressed out, worrying about the kids, the house, trying to, you know, have a job. And and I ask them, well, where's your partner in all of this? And when you, like I said, when you don't have uh, a supportive partner next to you, it it causes you to get tired. So I hope that all the women out there that try to be independent, yes, chase your goals, chase your dreams. But I really hope that you find the proper people that pour into you as well so that you can achieve that success, not necessarily quicker, because the point is to not move quick, it's to move correct. But just so that that way, you can make sure that you're also pouring into yourself so that you don't lose focus of your own purpose. You know, you're not just so-and-so's mom. You're not just so-and-so's wife. You are also an individual. You have your own dreams and stuff like that. But when you're trying to wear five different roles, five different hats, you're, it's going to be way too hard for you to actually pour back into yourself. So I, I come to say that because, you know, again, back to the name of this podcast, Todo en Vida. Make sure you don't leave anything undone. If you have dreams that you want to chase, don't overwork yourself or, or, Leave yourself not having anything getting poured into you. You know, I I really hope that I had some good direction with that. And I, I, I taught you guys something with that. You know, I hope I'm not everywhere with it, but I just came to learn this because of so many women that I would wax and they were worried about all these different things, but it's okay. It's okay. Even as a mom, even as a wife to be a little bit selfish sometimes, as long as it benefits your family. And as long as it's benefiting, most importantly, you as well, you know, being selfish isn't always a bad thing. I think that it's really, really good to know the time and place to be selfish with yourself, be selfish with the energy that you pour into other people and be selfish a little bit more with your time, because if not, you're going to end up being overworked. And that's something that I really, really did to myself this last year in 2023, where I would work six, seven days a week, eight to eight. I would do as many squeezins as I could. I was still trying to be a partner. I was trying to be a student. I was trying to be all these different things. And I'm not even going to lie. It almost caused me to have a little bit of resentment towards my business because I was just pouring all of my energy into that because that fueled my lifestyle to be able to provide for all these other people. And then what was I left with? I was left tired. I was left overworked and I was left losing the love that I had for a business that I started with so much love. You know, and I wouldn't want that to happen to any of you. Don't 
wait for you to be left on empty for you to realize, hey, I need more. I need help. I need this. Or, you know, it's okay to ask for things sometimes, you know? So that was my biggest lesson in 2023. Now I've learned to take days off. It's okay. The money's going to come. I used to have the mindset of back when I was a little kid, you know, experiencing some of the things and like homelessness, not having enough, realizing dad, why can't, why can't you get a job? Or, you know, yes, my dad was always self-employed, but I know now why he was self-employed. When you're not from here, it's really, really hard for you to even be able to get a decent job to be able to properly provide for your family. So all these lessons that I learned at a young age caused me to want to hustle as much as I could. And hey, if I could get a hundred dollars, why not? Let me go ahead and take that money. And so I started to realize, but what am I, what am I pouring into myself? I'm so focused on the bag, but life is not just all about that. It's about having balance of everything. You know, that's the most important thing. Have balance. I'm not saying don't chase your dreams or, or don't try to be the amazing mother that you guys want to be or wives or anything like that. What I am saying, though, is just keep a balance. Make sure that you're still pouring into yourself. By doing that, it allows you to have more purpose, more direction in life. So I really hope all of you do that moving into 2024. We all got a clock that's ticking and do not allow yourself to waste the time. While I'm here, I want to maximize life because after this, all this is just materialistic. After this, this that's when our eternal life comes. And, you know. I hope you guys at least believe in something. I'm not here to push religion on nobody, but some things don't happen by coincidence. I strongly believe that there is a higher power out there. And while I don't try to push religion on anybody, I've gotten to see it firsthand. For example, with that video that I posted on TikTok, I made three promises to God and he knew whether or not I was, I was, you know, just saying that because I wanted the money. I didn't even want that. I don't, I don't want money for power. I want money for the freedom that comes with it and to be able to provide for my family. You know, my dad deserves it. My brother deserves it. And my angels that have left this earth also deserve to see me at my best. My grandma was always worried about me. My uncle was always wanting me to do better. And me and my brother, we would always come up with these ideas that felt so far out of reach. He would talk about being, um, he would talk about opening up a cosmetic line and I would talk about one day opening up a salon and now I'm here. And it's unfortunate that he's not here with me, but I'm going to do todo en vida. I'm going to do everything while I'm still here. I'm going to do it for him. And I hope that you guys really do that too. Stop thinking that life is a game or that life is a joke. You know, we all have a limited amount of time here and we don't know when that, that time is going to come. So while you're here, ask yourself, reevaluate your life, see what you want out of this life see what things are no longer serving you and, and better apply it. You know, a lot of the lessons that I've learned have not only came from the upbringing that I have, but also too, from the women that I've gone to learn. I don't mean, I don't mean to, uh, like throw any type of shade, but it's so sad that women can sometimes be other women's biggest hater. And that stems, and that's not everybody. Like I said, if the shoe don't fit, then don't wear it. But that stems from the fact that naturally, you know, women are territorial. But if you add some insecurity with that, you got a hater. You got a hater, you know? And women, we, sh we shouldn't do that to one another. And I know it's really, really hard to not do that. Um, not because I do it, but because sometimes we don't know how. We don't know when it's safe to be vulnerable with somebody else. But we could really, really learn from each other. And like I said, I've been blessed to be able to learn from other women. 
And while I'm here, I want to implement all the lessons that I've learned, whether that be from women, my past loved ones, situations that I've encountered in this life. But I really have seen a lot of things happen for me and they were not by coincidence, you know, but also too, I wanted all these things with genuine intentions. You know, I'm not asking for luxury. I just want to be able to serve a more purposeful life for myself be able to inspire and encourage other people. And I hope you guys can take something from this podcast. You know, this is only my first episode, so please bear with me. I'm not scared to be a beginner in this while I might be, you know, a master Brazilian wax specialist or whatever I may be labeled out to be, you know, all these great things. I'm never scared to be a student in life. I'm always willing to learn. And I think that it's best to not block our own blessings as we continue on in life. Something Sometimes things will happen and, you know, we will encounter unfair situations, but try not to take it upon your yourself. Try not to put it in your own hands to get that revenge or anything like that. Yes, always stand up for yourself. Yes, but don't poison your own life by by trying to get your lick back. Don't do anything with negative intention because then you're going to navigate through life not knowing whether what you just experienced is a lesson or karma, you know? So just live life more purposeful. Don't live life so aimlessly. Try to be intentional with your steps, intentional with your words, the people that you keep around you. And we're going to also have some fun with this podcast. I don't mean to grill everybody or show everybody tough love on making sure that you guys do what's right in this life because there also is time for fun. There's also time to enjoy yourself and things like that. But if you're not making the proper steps or taking the proper steps, better said, to navigate your life better, then you have no business going out every weekend, stuff like that. Celebrations and moments of of, uh, fun are meant to be after the hard work is done, you know? So if you're living life aimlessly with no direction, but you're going out every single weekend, there's nothing wrong with having some fun, but make sure that you take care of what is needed at at home or in school or in your job or whatever, so that that way you can better enjoy those good moments, you know, because sometimes we get lost in the feeling good of, you know, I'm going out with my homegirls or this or that, or we're going to go out to a nice dinner and, you know, and that's great to do. There's a time and place for all of that stuff. But if you're not taking care of everything else in your life, you're really just kind of putting a bandaid over a bullet wound. You know, you're not really doing what's necessary to be able to properly enjoy those times. You know, now take it from somebody that would constantly overwork herself. I wouldn't even do that sometimes, you know, enjoy myself. But I learned I learned that how through overworking myself, through trying to play all these different roles. And there's. That's something that I don't want to do any, anymore. Those are things that I had to go through in order to grow through. And I hope that you guys really, really do the same. You know, this life is precious. And I know I keep saying that, but it's because it is. It's because it is. We we get to wake up every day. We get to have the blessing of finding the positive situation in everything. You know, something that I always live by too is seeing the cup half full. You got to see the cup half full. So whatever it is in life, as long as you're living with good intention, you're not here out doing wrong to nobody, then that'll allow you to take the lessons of life for what they may be, for what God is probably trying to teach you. And that way you can live a more purposeful life. That's the key thing here. That's what I really want to teach all of you, you know, 
um, and turn all of your emotions into hustle. That's the most important part, because if you just sit there sad and, you know, playing victim mindset, it's really not going to get you anywhere. Victim mindset is not a good thing to have. And you can tell who around you may have it when you give them a solution or when they're never happy with any of the things that you may do for them or stuff like that. So you don't want to keep people like that in your circle because that's only going to bring you down. Um, you're going to encounter those people, but you got to pick and choose when you want to partake in that, when you don't want to. And it's okay. It's not everybody's going to be your cup of tea. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Some people will continuously choose to live life with no direction. And if that's them, hey, I'm glad that that gives you peace. If that's not you, then make that change. You know, uh, a lot of women that are older than me, they tell me, wow, if I would have been doing these things at your age, I probably would be so much more further in life. And even then I tell them, no, it's okay. The life, the direction that your life took was needed for you to, you know, be where you're at now. I'm thankful and I'm blessed that I got to learn these things at a really, really young age. Like I said, I experienced homelessness. I experienced a lot of unfair situations that came from not having financial stability. So I allowed myself to learn from that and create that stability when I got older. My blessing is that I ended up creating it in an environment and in a career that I really genuinely do love. But even then I lost my love for it for a little bit. And I was working without purpose and I was just kind of putting out content or, or just doing things with, again, no direction. And when it was like that, when it was like that for me, I didn't see a positive feedback or I didn't see things coming back my way. I just kind of was stagnant in life. And I don't want to, I didn't want to do that. I did that, you know, after the peak of my career, when I was in Eastville, I moved to Redlands. And even when I moved out to Redlands, I lost a lot of clientele. This is something that not a lot of people know because you know, you can never let people see you sweat. Right. But when I moved out to Redlands, I lost a lot of clientele and, and that was okay. That was okay because I was overworking myself with no purpose, with no direction. I had some people coming to me that after I was really pouring my all into my work, they would tell me like, Oh, well, I only came to you cause you're cheap. I only came to you cause your, your Brazilian wax are only $55. And when they told me that I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm pouring, I'm pouring all this love in, into, you know, whether it's the conversation, the service, because really though, I'm not going to provide a service that I'm not proud of, you know? So I would overwork myself, stuff like that. And then I realized, wow, I, I went to Redlands and, and that's okay because that in itself was a lesson. This wasn't, oh, you know, this is karma for such and such reason. No, no, no. I ended up seeing this was a lesson. I ended up seeing that God was preparing me for the for the blessing that was going to come in the future. Look, I ended up getting my shop. And even amongst all the losses that I took in 2023, God gave me some of my biggest blessings. You know, it gave me more direction. Losing my brother really, really put me into to overdrive, to want to live life with no regrets, with no regrets. And como digo, how I say Todo en vida, everything while I'm still here. And I need you guys to do the same thing because if not, one day life's going to be over. And are you going to be proud of the things that you did? Are you going to be proud of the things that you accomplished? And if not, then make that change now. Prepare yourself for a better life in maybe a year. It's never too late. Like my dad always told me, it's not about how many times you fall. It's about how you pick yourself back up. My dad was 
my biggest lessons. I had seen him fall before, but he never gave up. And he had to do it while having me, while having a family to provide for. And he he really is the inspiration to a lot of my success. You know, I really want to be able to take care of my dad. And he raised me with a conscious. He raised me to be proud of the things that I do. And my grandma would always tell me, you can go in the deepest, farthest, darkest corner of this earth and God will see you. You know, this isn't a, a podcast to push religion on you, but there is a higher power out there that's watching us. And you, and that's why you need to live life with, with direction. You need to be proud of the things that you do. You need to chase everything that you want to chase. Nothing is impossible. It might take you a little long to get there, but that's only because that's preparation for when you come to accept the blessing. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. If you, we were to all get things overnight, then we wouldn't appreciate when we do receive it. You know, we got to go through the hard times in order to receive it. And along that journey, be mindful of the people that you keep around you. Be mindful of the things that you do and don't do anything with bad intention because then you're not going to know the difference between karma and what God is trying to teach you, you know? Uh, other than that, really, though, it, this has been a great first introduction to the podcast. I really, really hope that you guys are able to take something from this podcast. I hope that you're not out there overworking yourself. I hope that you really show that love to yourself to be able to pour into yourself, whether that's cutting off, you know, bad energy or people that are no longer serving you purpose in life. I really hope that you have better direction. I hope that all of you are able to learn from this. I hope, you know, even myself, that I can be the vessel to help you guys. You know, I'm going to be bringing other guests on here and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be love and light and all that stuff. We're going to showcase my personality, too, because I am funny outside of this. You know, I am funny as well. And um, that's just kind of some of the characteristics that I have, along with all the lessons that I've learned, because I've really learned to see the cup half full in a lot of situations. So, you know, with that being said, thank you guys just so much for tuning in. My name's Ashley. If you guys are not following me on my socials like uh, TikTok, Instagram, follow my business page. My TikTok is at underscore Ashley Scarlett. My business page is self-care by dot Ash LLC. And welcome to Todo en Vida podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode.